So this one is still a little confusing because after hearing the entire talk, I'm still not exactly sure. And some of it, Eric says, is like he can't divulge their um, what they're doing at long-term stock exchange, like some of their the things they're going to be doing in the future for regulatory reasons because obviously having a stock exchange is, is going to be highly regulated but I, I thought it was interesting to cover because what an ambitious idea I would have never even think it would have never even occurred to me <laughs> to start a new stock exchange so let's just jump right into it so he says long-term stock exchange is the fifth company in the United States that is authorized to operate a na as a national securities exchange okay so he says, our idea was, this is where he's talking about what, like, why, why are you going to do this in the first place? Our idea was to focus not on trading stocks, which is what most people think stock exchanges are for, right? But on creating a better experience for being a public company. That's vastly different, uh, like a vastly different intent, right? That's what I find so weirdly interesting about this. One that would allow companies to think more in generational terms, long-term multi-stakeholder principles and have that be part of every employee's lived experience. So I like that idea. Again, he doesn't give too much detail on how he's actually gonna do that. So maybe I'll cut, as this more information comes out, we'll have to reach out, we'll have to like check back with them. Uh, so he's asked the question, well, why is there a need to have a different kind of stock exchange? And he points out there's a really big problem. Over the last 20 years, the number of public companies in the US has been cut in half. If you keep ex extrapolating that trend, what will we have in the future? Four giant tech companies that own everything and everyone and everything else will be private? And he says, companies are not going public if they don't have to. The average time to IPO is up dramatically in the last 20 years. There's more MA, uh, merger and acquisition activity, and then you have the rise of private equity. As a consequence of that, the general public is being left out of growth, and that's a giant problem. Um, he says, does that really make sense? Is it, good, is it a good idea for industry, especially the tech industry, to build products that affect everybody, but the positive side of that success should be distributed only to a narrow set of people? I don't think that is a good idea. Um, and then this is a shocking fact, which I find completely like scary and reprehensible. 80% of the companies that went public in 2018 were not profitable. So um, he's talking about, you know, the long-term stock exchange, the, the, in the very name, it, it's trying to, to be a counter to what he feels is like an endemic to the short-term thinking of public companies. And so how do you tell that a public company is, is engaging in short-term thinking? He says, signs of, sh of short-term thinking by public companies, lower investing in research development, lower investor investments in employee well-being. He also talked about how CEOs are incentivized to like, game the system by art, like their, most of their income. Uh, most of their like their compensation is in stock stock prices, so stock options, and so they just do short term things that'll just uh, like artificially inflate that, and then they reap all the benefits. And who cares if they're not there in a few years? So that's obviously bad for the company. Um, he says we have tried to build an exchange with a different business model that is not all about trading, where we enable companies. Uh, so he's saying this is something unique about them. But this is one part I didn't understand. We enable companies to pledge to do the right thing in the following ways. So uh, on long-term stock exchange, companies make pledges, and if you violate these pledges, and uh, if you make a pledge and violate them, then it's security fraud. So then why would you even open yourself up to that like possibility? I don't understand that. Um, example, you could pledge to say we aren't going to use short-term compensation instruments. That's what I was just describing with how the CEOs cook the books. Our executives will only be compensated by longer-term, more value-aligned instruments. So maybe this will... I guess the point is the larger point is you'll attract different type of employees and different type of shareholders, maybe. 
Uh, you would think that in a company that was in, uh, you would think that in a company that was intensely short-term, metrics-driven, quarter to quarter, that such a company would go fast. And he's, I love this this idea about paradox. But if you actually study companies, you notice these those behaviors actually slow everything down. The fastest, uh, the fastest, the fastest companies have this incredibly long-term oriented philosophy that you would think would make people go slow. Why is that? So he's. That's a good point. Like, what? It's counterintuitive. So, why is that happening? And he says, I think the resolution of the paradox is as follows: If everything has to be measured quarter to quarter, and you and you can only do things that can be measured, there are two types of projects you can do: one, projects that fit into one quarter, and two, everything else. Um, so he says, budget meaning you're never gonna, and if all good things in life come from compounding, you're never gonna be able to reap the benefits because you're only focused on how to make money right now. Budgetary decisions ultimately make things political, slow, and bureaucratic. As a consequence, you don't have a way to hold people accountable to the things that really matter. And that's, that's what they're trying to fix. Like, how can we align everybody, employees, management, shareholders, to long-term perspectives? So in that case, like, even though he's not giving specifics on how he's going to do that, it's easy to understand, like, why that would be a benef- why it'd be beneficial and um, why long-term stock exchange might be able to play, like, to help facilitate that. And finally, metrics are there to support vision, not to replace it. <laughs> 